Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Steve Robbins here. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. Today's topic is how to know if you're doing well at your job and what to do if you're not. This podcast is supported by sponsors. Listener Mike called in. Hi, Steve. It's Michael from England, I'm a big fan of your podcast, always cheers me up. Uh, I know you're busy, so I'll be brief. I've just taken my first sales job, cold calling, and I've been there three weeks and sold nothing. I know this sounds bad, but our product is 10, 20 to 40, 50% more expensive than the competitors. Am I just being rubbish, or is the company expecting too much of me? Anyway, thank you very much. Bye. Michael? The quick and dirty tip is to start by assuming you can get better at what you do using resources you already have available. If that doesn't work, then assume it's the product or pricing. Dear listener, if you're not a salesperson like Michael, think about your job as you listen to the rest of the episode. Why assume it's you? Maybe it's not. But if you get in the habit of blaming the company, the price, the market, or the competition, you're training yourself to think of yourself as a victim. It's not a nice way to live, but it is convenient. You can blame anything on someone else. I tried blaming my dog to jumpstart my victimhood. My homework? Uh, I don't have it. My dog ate it. Then he messed up my desk and clawed through my hard drive. And then he chewed through all my good clothes, tore up my textbook, and forced me to remember the multiplication table wrong. Finally, my parents just got rid of the dog. I had no choice but to do my homework. I went to get the textbook. And just before he was shipped off howling to some unsuspecting family, the dog really had left a little present for me. The mutt won, and I was truly a victim. In that moment of epiphany, I realized I thought of myself as a victim, and that darn dog thought of himself as the one in control. And sadly for me, he was right. We both had control over parts of the situation. He was just owning his part, being a dog while I was giving him my power over my grades, for goodness sake. I'm sure most of you listening have already learned this and would never, ever blame your coworkers, your boss, your sweetie, the economy, your kids, the Democrats, the Republicans, the communists, or Lycra for anything. But just in case you accidentally blame someone, just remember, always assume that you have some control over a situation, even if it's not true. You'll be happier, more confident, and feel better if you do. If you're about to be beheaded in the French Revolution, tell the executioner that if he lets you up for just a moment, you can show him how to get rid of that annoying squeak in the guillotine. He'll laugh, you'll lose your head, 
but at least you'll exit knowing you could have done a better job. As a first-time manager, I was convinced I was doing a crappy job. My boss asked, how would you know? That was a really good question, and I had no idea. I started sweating profusely, shifting side to side, hemming and hawing, when he took mercy and said, just ask yourself if there's anyone else who could do better. If the answer is yes, do what they would have done. Mike, maybe you can do it better. Go out and compare. Are any salespeople in your company making sales? If so, ask one who's successful if you can follow them around for the day. Watch them make calls, go to meetings, meet with prospects. If they do things you wouldn't, ask why they did that and how they knew it was the right time. Thus can you learn the secrets of the masters, grasshopper. For example, a great salesman once taught me to help my prospect make the case for my product inside his company. I would never have thought of doing that. But, of course, it makes sense. If I'm selling to Aaron, and Aaron has to convince Vice President Pat to sign off, then I'm more likely to get the sale if I help Aaron convince Pat. Read books. Just about every profession imaginable has books on how to do it better. When it comes to sales, one of my favorites is High Probability Selling by Jack Wirth. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-S-W-E-R-T-H. It's great for cold calling and telemarketing sales. For selling customized relationship products like consulting, Value-Based Fees by Alan Weiss is excellent. I also like Spin Selling by Neil Rackham. You can find links to all these in this episode's transcript. And, of course, you must visit Jeb Blount, the sales guy, and his podcast at sales.quickanddirtytips.com. And don't just rely on experts either. If you can get your ego out of the way, which can be really tough to do unless you're a studly manly man like me, maybe you can evaluate yourself and improve. Try recording your next few sales conversations. Then lock yourself in your cubicle, close the curtains, shut the door, impressive cubicle, and review it. Did you interrupt your prospect? Did you talk about yourself, your prospect? What did you say? And most importantly, how's your voice tone? Did you sound bored, happy, enthusiastic, curious? If someone were pitching you like you pitched your prospect, would it work? Would you buy? When this podcast first started, a listener wrote in that my writing was good, but my delivery, well, sucked. It was stilted and flat. It sounded like I was reading a script, which I was. Boy, did that letter hurt. Part of why it hurt is because I listened to my own episode, and he was right. It sounded that way to me, too. So I gripped my teeth and began rehearsing and reviewing and rehearsing and reviewing. And now, my delivery sounds a lot better, even though I am still reading from a script. Right, yes. Reading, yeah. Even though I am still reading from a script. If you learn from yourself and learn from the superstar salespeople, you might start turning your numbers around. Or maybe the problem really is with your product or pricing. In that case, you might want to find a new job but there's still room for you to take control. You can be smart about how you interview your new employer, so next time you're working for a company whose product is way more likely to sell. For example, selling private jet time to the ultra-rich. In keeping with my get-it-done-guy service ethic, I humbly volunteer to take the private jet to Las Vegas just to be sure it's really worth the price. Sell well, my friend. If you haven't heard, I'm psyched to announce July 8th is the launch of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing, the book, by Mignon Fogarty. You can pre-order it from your favorite online retailer. This is Steve Robbins. Find this episode's transcript and links to sales books at getitdone.quickanddirtytips.com. I'm Get It Done Guy on Twitter. Follow me. 
work less, do more, and have a great life. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Save big money at Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.